0: I'm beginning to get onto your system. System? Yes, it's only every other time we meet that you don't speak to me. <laughs> 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 but me on on a joke. I could use a giggle or two. What is <laughs> no joke? No, I am feeling very happy today. It must be the ocean. I never knew there was so much water in the world. There has to be a lot of it. Five. Oh, so people can drink their egg glasses a day? You are crazy. People do not drink the ocean. Fish are not people. Wouldn't it be nice if they were I wonder what a princess fish would do if she ran into a concertina player fish. She would probably stand by in every other time. Your Highness, I don't know how to express my regrets. <laughs> Pardon me, princess. Oh, please do not go there. I just received this message from the owners of the line. I must proceed at once with the investigation regardless of rank or person. This episode of Terrible Tuesday Movie Night is dedicated to Sandra Kurz for sending this week's movie via the mail, yes via actual post. This episode is for you. Warning, this show is intended for a mature audience only and may contain harsh language, sexual references and derogatory terms. Listener discretion is advised. Tuesday movie night and I'm going to have to turn my microphone down again uh, it's a new microphone for those people who haven't been paying attention to anything else do that is better I can actually talk at a normal voice uh, this is terrible Tuesday movie night the show where we watch bad movies so you don't have to uh, this is episode number 12 it's recorded Tuesday the 17th of December 2013 that's right this is the last episode before the Holiday Spectacular for Terrible Tuesday Movie Night. And what a movie to do it on. That's right. As promised for, I think, the last couple of weeks, uh, this is uh, the 1936 The Princess Comes Across is this week's uh, movie of choice. Now, this episode's going to be a lot different. Uh, by the way, Abdao Campbell, thank you for joining me. Yes, this is The Princess Comes Across. And it's going to be different simply because I don't have a clip uh, to play at the top of the show. Actually, I do. I might edit that in. We'll see. Um, but it didn't turn out as quite as well as I wanted it to with um, the capturing. Uh, audio and that sort of thing that I had to do and the workarounds and some of the some of the stuff didn't really sound too great anyway. Uh, but I definitely don't have time to make a trailer for this film uh, simply because there isn't one. Uh, now, I, so I'm going to drop the first impressions based on the trailer as well and jump straight into some of the details about the this 1936. The princess comes across. This movie was released May 22nd 1936. William K. Howard directed this film. Uh, some of the top actresses and actresses, uh, Car- uh, Carolee Lambard played Princess Olga, Fred McMurray played King Martel, Douglas Dumberilli plays Laurel, and Alison Shipworth plays Lady Garth Reed. And George uh, Barbarer plays Captain Nicholas. That is uh, some of the main actors and actresses in this production. Uh, The plot of this thing, a Swedish princess boards an ocean liner in Europe en route uh, to an acting career in America and finds herself getting inconveniently attached to a band leader returning home. To complicate matters, a small... Oh, sorry. To complicate matters, a blackmailer on board apparently knows she is not who she claims to be, and he has sights to set on other passages with secrets of their own. Now, what a weird watching this film it was. Uh, Let's start with the plot. Uh, This thing has, I think, one of the most interesting plots, I think... Ever, it is the most non-complex, straight-up plots, and it delivers the plot as it as it should. It delivers it. It it full-on does what the film's meant to do in terms of plot. It's you know, it plays out on what it's meant to. It starts off with her, you know, going on the ship as the the princess, then then the lady and her have a bit of a heart to heart, and then realize that someone else has realized that she isn't who she says she is. But it's one of the, and then the and then the murderings happen. Yeah, spoiler. There's murderings on this thing, and then that murders complex things and she's now in question and then she once in New York she totally flips off the not literally flips off but flips off the media frenzy about her being the actual princess but she isn't actually the princess at all and she blows that with the uh, media conference at the end and I think that it pays off, but there's one thing wrong with the plot. The murders seem kind of wincy to me. I mean, I think it, I understand the concept of something is more effective when it is not presented on the screen. You know, when something is present, You know, the murder is done off screen and then... We only find out about it all on screen. That is very effective. Unfortunately, that is not what happens here. Part of the murder happens on screen in some cases. I need to get a pop filter for this microphone. And the new like the, the murder happens off screen and then we discover it on screen. That doesn't happen. The person, particularly in the oh, uh, that's why only one of the one of the murders were effective. The first one, rather than the the second one out of three, was very um effective. In in uh, my mind, was when he was actually discovered. He he was very effective in terms of he wasn't dying. He was already dead when on screen. And the what happened with the the second murder was he was partially dying on screen um, the part you know the the actual murder bit was done off screen and the final murder of the 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 three the murder trilogy murder trilogy it's my new film except that it was done fully on screen and I think the the first method of the murdering was the most. Effective out of all of them, I mean, it's it's not really my judgment to see, but they weren't really consistent with the murdering. It's not that you really need to be consistent with the murdering. Well, you kind of do for the sake of uh, continuity and consistency. But I gotta say, um, not straight off the bat because we're kind of you know deep down in this thing. Uh, but I gotta say, that this is gotta be the best film I've seen yet. Yeah, I know I've said that before. I probably said that, yeah, you know, twelve times before. But this is this has got to be the best uh, film I've I've seen for the show. I mean, a close second would be Trick or Treat because in Trick or Treat they did this too. They did this thing of sticking to what they know, what the filmmakers know, what they are aimed for. What they're wanting to do with the film, and the direction they're particularly wanting to take with this film. I mean, it's gotta be... that—that That is why that... This film does... So well in my mind. This film, not a masterpiece, not perfect, but really, really good. It's, and having the blackmailer as well, not a part of the, you can hear my birds in the background, um, having the background characters as the blackmailer, not having him so prominent, uh, is what makes this thing so good. Um, I watched the DVD version of it. Let me grab it real quick. Uh, the DVD version of it. Oh, there, I'll pop, I've got to pop some cases, and, and I've got two dollars in my pocket. And i got to grab this from the bargain bin. Um, no, i got to, I should say that. Um, i got to do a huge shout-out in this phone, this, um, in, in this phone. That doesn't make any sense at all. The wiener, wiener penis. Um. I gotta uh, do a huge shout out, yeah, literally shout out uh, to Sandra Kurz, my mother, uh, who sent me this for, um, this film to actually narrow down on this um, on this show. So if you've got any suggestions or um, films that you want me to uh, do on the show, um, I've got two films in the request queue that I'm doing in January already. Um, so, if you want to actually send me or want to actually do a movie on the show, uh, feel free to send emails at dale at chefwondamedia.com uh, But thank huge thank you to Sandra Kurz for sending me uh, this film. My mother. I should uh, yeah I should call her Sandra Kurz just for the sake of the um, listeners at home. Uh, but, I love, another thing that I love about this film is that this film doesn't take itself seriously at all throughout this. And not not in a bad cheesy way, but in a good kind of, I just, it's just, yeah, it's just different in the way that this film presents itself in terms of acting style. There are some transitions in terms of acting and there are clear, there are really bad clean cuts in this film where it just black and then go up again. And then there's some scenes where it transitions really, really smoothly. But it's the 30s, so you can't really take that away from, uh, you can a little bit away from this film. But there's there's for the for the time. Uh, but I gotta give this give this film for not taking itself too seriously and not getting itself, you know, bogged down in terms of. Um, uh, in terms of, oh, whoops! Try again later. Why is this thing telling me to try again later? That's what I really want to know. Saying whoops, try again. Oh, it's telling me to log in. Okay, got that. I'll do that later. Uh, distractions on the show, but some of the some of the acting in this thing was straight up just give me all your cheese. It's just that fantastic, and it's the nice droopy melted cheese sandwich type deal where. I gotta clip that out, uh, but it's just give Me all your cheese on a plate. It's just fantastic in the way that they deal with the the cheesiness of it. That's within the writing, and that's I might be wrong on this, but that might be impromptu kind of stuff. I might be might be wrong on that, but it's yeah, it's just so fantastic. And the concertier playing business, a uh, bit tri- bit of trivia about that. Um, Mac McMurray in this thing, he is actually a musician, well, former musician, he's currently not with us, hmm, someone just pulled up in my driveway, so, I'm going to pause the show and be back, hey, we're back, (laughs) I know, right, that was, yeah, That was nothing. That was my um, stepbrother coming home. Wasn't it, buddy? Yeah, I'm currently recording. (laughs) And now the neighbours are home, so that's fun. That's always fun. Alright, where was I? I was talking about how this film was a big pile of cheesy mess. So, um, it's it might be black and white, it might be all just... Yeah, it's, and I wish I could play one of the clips. And they talk, they have analogies on this thing where you would swear I made them up. Where they have, oh, I wonder if a princess fish swam beside a consultia fish. Oh, it would only swim past it every second time, or stop and talk to it every second time, or whatever. It's just great. Some of, it's just this film is just great in every single way possible. Um, yeah, it's, yeah, Fred McMurray is an accomplished musician, actually played his own consultea numbers in the film. Uh, so he is actually a musician and played all of his own stuff. Uh, he died at the age of 83. Uh, and is actually known for, um, the last thing he did was uh, The Swarm in 1978. So... What else did he do? What is some of his um, music credits? Follow me, boys. The princess comes across. Uh, Hands on the table. The forest ranges. Too many husbands. Where do we go from here? Which we have to get that on this show. Where we? Where do we go from here? Because if I remember that correctly, that film is actually not that good, and not in comparison to this film, which is actually really, really good. It's a nice, pleasant watch. It's a, it's a nice, pleasant watch. It's a. You can sit down. You can chew through it in about. Uh, and oh wow, how long is the film? It's uh, 76 minutes. So it's a nice, easy watch. You don't get bored at all, and that's why I think they they did good with spreading out the three murders throughout the movie uh, reasonably time, and then you have that that thing at the beginning with the royalty thing. I think that it's a nicely paced film. It's a nicely acted film. Everyone presents themselves well. You, you actually get to like, apart from uh you don't really get to like the princess character much because she she's set up to be a bit of a bit of a bitch, really <laughs> uh but you do get to you know set up to actually like her uh, and like her character uh, so yeah I don't know really uh hell else to kind of um... Uh, explain this thing other than to say that it's um... amazing and it's it's quite it's quite different in its nature and I like the old timey stuff, I can just eat that up for days on, on end. And one of the funny thing is you don't actually have to watch the video yeah thank you kookaburra, just hang outside my window, that would be great um, but you don't actually have to watch the video. I, Of course, I watched the whole thing. Uh, but you don't have to watch the whole thing to actually get to know what's going on. And I think with that and old-timey type stuff, that is kind of how it should be. So, there you go. That is my review of The Princess Comes Across. And, um, yeah, I don't, the whole detectives being the whole murderers, I think that it kind of, it kind of, kind of, um, flew off the radar for me, really. Um, But the music in this thing, oh my gosh, if I could, oh, I so wish I could just play clips of this thing. Is the music in this thing was just so? Oh, it's so oh, stars and stripes forever style, but more classical than that. So, I uh, yeah I yeah it it definitely is a an enjoyable watch, and I think it's gotta be. Unfortunately, for a 1936 film to be the best thing that I've seen for the show, I, I'm so so sticking behind my rating as well that I'm giving for this thing. Because as a... I, I can't really fault it, so... Um, I'm not going to give it a ten, because it's not perfect, because you got the whole princess deal, and the whole detectives being the murderer plot, and that it was kind of dumb, and the differences in the murders, and that sort of thing, so... I'm definitely not going to give it a perfect score, but I'll give it... A, I'm going to give it nine, Tito's. Yep, giving it a nine uh simply because it is uh, one of the, the best films that I've seen on the show it does what it sets out to do it it's a movie that oh, now it's pouring with rain and uh, it basically the plot of this thing it achieves the plot it achieves it well doesn't throw in any, kind of twist or turn that you don't expect outside of the plot. There are a few things wrong with it, but the acting is fantastic in this thing. You're not set up to hate anyone in this thing. It's just... It's just great. Plus, I love the old-timey stuff, so I could be a bit biased on um, that perspective there. So, there you have it, guys. An almost perfect film on this show. What? But the funny thing is... Okay, so here's the funny background story. The only reason why um, I actually chose to keep this on the show was A, you have to have a good film every now and again so every twelve episodes expect a good film on the show um, but uh, not only that, only the second of all is that it's so old and the plot of this thing sounds so dumb you think they're not gonna pull it off but they they do they do pull it off, they pull off all the different elements of the plot and they do it well and there are a few things wrong with it, but we um, don't want to discuss those right now. But, oh great, now you can hear the rain in the background. Can you hear that? Yeah. Listen to Dale, podcast Ever rain. Alrighty, uh, let's get this puppy wrapped up. Uh, where you can find us? That's again, my um, score is a 9 out of 10. Uh, so, 9 Tito's uh, out of 10 uh, for The Princess Comes Across. Uh, let's see. We are members of the Geek.io and Chef the Podcast Networks. As I fill in uh, next week's movie, uh, you can find that at TTMN on uh, chefwondermedia.com slash TTMN. Uh, or you can find it at geek-ho.com slash ttmn. I did not check the emails for this week. (laughs) Uh, We'll do them next week if there are any. Dale at chefonamedia.com Next week's movie is Jingle All The Way, everyone. Jingle All The Way. Uh, Next week is our Christmas episode, so this is our last regular episode uh, before Christmas. Well, we'll have our Christmas movie next week, but... Now we have a cat. Wow, it's it's uh, Mavic here at the Campbell House today. Uh, yes, Jingle All the Way is our Christmas episode. Then we have our commentary track coming up. After that, and then we have our New Year's movie up after that. So this is our last regular episode bef- um, before the New Year. Uh, t- until Jan uh, until January seventh, this is our last regular episode. Oh, alright, everyone. Thank you for joining me. Uh, We'll see you all next week for, yet again, some more fun and games. Alrighty, everyone. Thank you, and we'll see you all next week. Bye for now. to a podcast of the chef wonder media for more information and other great shows check out chefwondermedia.com you have been listening to a part of the geek io podcast network Loud noises! copyright 2013 visit us at geek-io.com for all of our great shows